Alrighty, welcome back for another episode of the podcast. Um, I'm here, Kyle Stitham, with Derek and Brent. And Brent. Um, yeah, we're just gonna talk about some bullshit and hopefully try and make you laugh, like always. Um, I kind of wanted to get right into it, get on a hot start about uh, the last weekend, which was the resurgence of fake Patty's Day in Manhattan. Derek, you were there. I was. Yeah, uh, it was. It was definitely one for the ages. As you guys know, uh, we didn't have it last year because of COVID. And uh, they made up for that this year. Uh, there was a party at 1020 Raton. So, COVID hotspot. So, <laughs> like, if you've been to fake patties in probably the last 15 years, you've been yeah. there. Yeah. And so, essentially, it's like these two houses, and they have, like, a back lot where they all park their trucks and stuff. And we just filled that lot up. And I showed up at, like, 1030, and there was probably... 600 people there the snapchat i saw at 10 30 was some kid playing bagpipes <laughs> yeah. literally you i mean the, it was 100 people deep by yeah. i mean it was and that was only what you can pick on a camera or the phone you know yeah. i i mean i've been to ten twenty return not this year i, I mm-hmm. showed up after you guys had left that so i didn't show up there but I've been to 1020 Raton in the past. I thought those were huge parties. I saw the Snapchats. They were, I mean, legitimately like three times bigger than the biggest one I've ever been to. It was insane. And like, so we get there about 1030, I believe. And uh, I was armed with a backpack full of bush light. And then I had a camelback under my sweatshirt that was full of uh, whiskey. And I was just walking around asking people if they wanted to drink off of, which you would be surprised how many random strangers took a suck off of the tube that came out of my, like where my nipple was. They just had no no boundaries. Literally could have had your dick in the bottom of it. Yeah. yeah I could have pissed in that bag and they would have drank it. <laughs> anyway, um, a lot of wild shit happened. Um, we, I ended up, the, the first big problem that the police had was uh, towards the back, there was a blue, uh, like those tents, you know, like people put up at fucking track meets, mm-hmm. like just one of those. And they had, some of them have sides on them, you know, cause like the rain. Yeah. Well, it turns out that that was designated as the pee tent. So people, men were just walking in there and just pissing. It was just like a fucking, the ground, you're just pissing on the ground. What is wrong with that? that you're sounds, still urinating in public. That's even pretty if smart. there's a fucking sheet of nylon between you and the outside world. And a porta potty is any different? They right. did have two porta potties there. But I, two porta potties don't service 600 people very well. No one should get in trouble for that. That is genius. That is well served. Like, yeah. That is yeah. well thought out. Well, anyway, the police come up, and uh, I I think this happened before I was there, but the police come up and, like, rip the sides off this thing, and there's, like, fucking nine dudes, and they're taking a piss. <laughs> <laughs> you know how fucking pissed I would be if I just showed my flaccid dick to, to 40, 45 people we standing in front of me? Pfeiffer would have said to that. <laughs> <laughs> so they start handing out citations for this. And I actually talked to one of the guys later that had a citation, and he was, I was like, he was talking to me about it, and he didn't give a fuck. Like, he was like 25. Like, he was like, I'll get a red dot on my name if I get a caught again. Yeah, he's like, I'll pay the money, whatever. And uh, he was like, Yeah, it was dumb. He's like, They came in and they start yelling at us, and I'm like, I'm trying to take a piss. You know, <laughs> he's like, Can I at least finish? So he finished his piss, whatever. So that was like the first thing that pissed the cops off. And then at one point, like, we had heard about that, obviously. So me and a couple other people I was with, Decided we were going to walk, like, through two backyards, and I just found a random shed, and we all pissed around it, just because we didn't want to, I don't want to get tagged with that, you know? And so, that was fine. We come back, and then... You, you and your legal troubles. Yeah, yeah, me and my... <laughs> I already got a record, you know? Um, so then we come back, and, like, there's a... There's a broken tree 
in the back. Not a broken tree. Like it obviously someone had meant to do this and dug it up. Anyway, it's like laying on the in the back towards the back of the lot or whatever. Because there's like some tree and like forested shit between probably like 20 foot of that and then the next row of backyards behind it. So people are just pissing in those trees. But I decided that I was going to go stand on top of this with like four random people. And I stood up there and I felt like the king of the world for a while. But at one point, the guy next to me is like, I got to piss. And people are usually climbing down behind it. And he just turns around and just pulls his pants. Like his ass is showing to fucking all of these people. And he's holding onto me, just taking a piss off the back of this tree. So that was really great. I don't know um, if I've had a, ever had a man grab me while he peed. Didn't know his name. I actually met him after that. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Those are the friendships that'll last. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. And then what really, the cops ended up calling back up for, for the Kansas Highway Patrol. Um, <laughs> and what really set them off was at some point, somebody just, some like, somebody threw a beer can in the air. And everyone's like, oh, that's neat. So everyone just starts throwing beer cans. And, and at this point, I've been there for about two hours and there's like 200 more people. I think 800 was what the cops said. So we'll go 800. And there's like 800 people. And I bet there's 60, 70 cans of beer just flying through the air. Jesus. And I see this all happen. I've just cracked a bush light. I go ahead and slam half of it, crush it, and just huck this thing in the air. <laughs> and it was, that's what really, then they end up getting over the loudspeaker and they were like, we need everyone to vacate the premises. So at this point, you know, I'm definitely inebriated and uh, everybody is you know, walking away. And I felt like I was part of the national guard. Cause I w- walked towards the fight, you know, I was fucking going again. I was like a salmon going upstream. Did I was you like, put on your BLM shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm not leaving this party until I see what's going on. And I get to like a riot line of cops with like fucking shields and batons and shit. And I was like, Oh, I'm, I'm going away. So I turned around and went the other way and then ended up, uh, meeting up with Derek later, but it was definitely a long journey to get there. I tried to steal a moped. Uh, they took the keys out of it. So that was short lived, but, it was it was it was eventful. Um, there was a lot of fucking people there. There's dudes playing bagpipes. There was people crowd surfing. At one point, I almost got knocked out by a bicycle that was making its way around the crowd. <laughs> people, some guy tried to get on top of this tin roof to get a chair that got stuck up there, and he made it like halfway up, and we're all cheering for him. And then it's raining, and like he slips and eats shit, slides all the way down, and falls onto the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that guy's okay. If you're out there, shout out to that guy. <laughs> oh, that's great. It was. It's definitely the biggest party I've ever been to in my life. Yeah. I, uh, wow. I mean, I would go ahead and I'd go ahead and say COVID's over. Oh, that's yeah. what I was literally, I wait all this week about Manhattan being this COVID hotspot. Oh, I got tweeted about for it. And oh, I saw that. It was, it, I mean, it's we a real shame you don't even care, Kyle. We, we weren't breaking any regulations. Mm-mm. Private if that, property. If that would have happened, any bigger of a city anywhere else in the United States, you guys have been labeled as Antifa. You would be, you'd be, you'd be on fucking CNN tomorrow. Oh yeah. And another, um, fuck. Another part of it was like apparently like an hour into the party, the owners of like the house got slapped with a hosting fee, and they just ate it, and we just kept partying. God damn. I mean, you kind of got to expect it. At like that fuck point. that. We're just gonna keep going. It's a pricey yeah. weekend, but it was worth it. Yeah. Well, I was like, dude, if if that guy made himself known on like Venmo or whatever, who ate that charge? Was like, hey, everybody's at that party. Send me two bucks. Oh, we'd cover that charge quick. Yeah. You oh, know? you'd probably make money. You'd make yeah, money. That's what I'm saying. You'd walk out ahead. I was for like, sure. dude, you should start asking. I was like, I'd have thrown some money at that. I mean, not a lot, but fuck. I mean, to keep those parties going for generations to come, fuck yeah. Absolutely. 
Huh. So did you guys? You you probably went home and went to, went to bed after the party. No, I should no, have. No, no. Let me tell you about what happened to me. So I get back to this party that Derek's at, and at this point, I'd eaten a <clears throat> McMuffin and some uh, McDonald's shit at like eight in the morning. Then I started drinking about nine, and I was just drinking all the way through. I show up to Kaylee's probably what three, four, maybe. Yeah. Some point. What, like what did you do between? It had been three, three thirty or so. Between the huge party and Kaylee's. Uh, well, I walked to a house that I probably shouldn't have been at for reasons I won't get into. And then I was like, okay, well, I should probably, it's just, there's some people that I was like, ah, I shouldn't be here. I knew the people, but it was just a weird, it was just awkward. Where are they from? Uh, mm-hmm. eh, no biggie. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, I went ahead and left and I walked to another party, sat down and they're like, we're ordering pizza. And at this point I'm just like, don't know where I'm at. Actually, I think it was the same house. Do you remember a couple of fake Patty's days ago when you walked to Chipotle? Mm-hmm. From a house. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it was that same house I was at. Hmm. And anyway, I was there. Decided, all right, I'm going to walk to Kaylee's. Probably about a 20-minute walk. Took me about an hour because I had <laughs> stopped and, I, like I said, tried to steal a moped. I took a couple wrong turns. I was fucked up. And anyway, made it there. And uh, I didn't drink from probably like 4.30 to like 8.30. I just felt like like I was like going to throw up. I felt like dog shit. I needed food. Had a couple slices of pizza. Ended up going back to my house and taking just the rockin'est shit ever. I mean, I fucking was in the bathroom for like 35 minutes. Came out, and I felt like I was golden, so I started drinking again. So that was... Did you go out to the bars or just party at your house? We went to yeah, the bars. We went to, me and Derek and one of my roommates went to the bars after that. Yeah, I, uh, I my story was a little different. I went and got a nice light brunch and, you know, yeah. like I said, had brunch with my girlfriend. And then I was like, well, probably about time to make it to Manhattan. So I got to Manhattan probably one thirty or so. Uh, went to Kaylee's house, started drinking. I was there for, oh, I'd say six, seven hours. And then there was an actual point where I looked through Kaylee's house. And I, I mean, I walked through the whole entire house. And when the party started, I knew 96% of the people in it. When I took that walk, I knew two, exactly two people. Um, and only one of them was, was an actual renter of the house and then the other one happened to be a cousin of mine and i was just looking through there i said i don't i don't know any of these people and i don't think they know who owns this and i go i look at one of the people i know i go i literally don't know anyone here and and a guy next to me goes oh no i don't know the owner and i was like okay so i called kyle kyle sent a sent a car for me his roommate's like 15 16 year old brother or something yeah came gave me a ride we about hit the back of a Cadillac, and then we got to Kyle's house and presumed a party. And me and Kyle partied until we went to the bars. Yeah, it was like, that party was like, it, I didn't know half the people there, and I was already like, I just felt like such shit. I was like, I gotta leave, or I'm just gonna throw up on myself Yeah, and pass out. Kyle left that party probably about an hour and a half, too, before I did, and... Like, when Kyle was there, I'd probably say there was 15 people I knew. Like, yeah. enough enough for me not to hate my life. I mean, but by the end of it... How do you... No one. How do you just throw a party and not have... Oh, it drove me fucking insane. Oh, it drove me crazy. I walked in there I... the next morning to, to get my keys, and, I mean, there was probably a three-inch thick syrup on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was nuts. Then we went on a little pub crawl, and I had a pretty good rest of the night. Yeah. A good time. You had any good fake Patty's Day stories from your day? Oh God, <laughs> I've only been once. Oh, and okay. we had this bright idea. We're getting a hotel. No, no good. There's, there's four of us or whatever. 
and we went drinking the night before, and then there was, it was, so it was Joel and then his sister and her friends or whatever. They're two floors below us, and they're three years younger, just all just 21. They're going to party. They're going to party us until we can't walk. Went out the first night. They made it two hours. They're in bed by 11. Okay. Didn't wake up till 10 to go to fake patties. We were part. We were drinking uh, at you, 8. Yeah, you got to get started early. Yeah, it's fucking part of the thing. And then we... <laughs> and, <laughs> and then we took a... Took some medication to make sure we'd make it through all the way through. The <laughs> we, you know, we were going to be here one time. I thought I was going to do it once. I want to get the full experience. We went to house party. We walked, backpacked, literally like the most hiking I've ever done in my dog. <laughs> you backpacked. We literally like door the explorer, fucking backpacked with our little map. House party to house party to house party, and finally I look at Joel. I was like, Joel, I'm not cut out for this kind of shit. Okay, we get an Uber, go get lunch at Chick-fil-A, ah, we dude. come back, we go to the bar at 2 o'clock oh, in yeah. the afternoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't leave that particular bar until 2 o'clock that night. <laughs> I had a $400 tag. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. But for that amount of time? Yeah, oh, not, that's not bad. I mean, there's, that's, that's four easy. Thursdays at that <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. You know? And, uh, oh, my God. I've, I've never been. We went to Denny's on the way home. You did a month of drinking in 12 hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I never, I, I fell asleep at Denny's <laughs> with my food in front of me. <laughs> never been so hungry. He's just in my sleeping life. in his pancakes. What? Well, because, you, you, you know, you, you, you have highs and lows. Oh, yeah, you got to ride it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you're going down, so you're like, oh, I better get some vodka Red Bulls. Mm-hmm. Slam four or five of those. Okay, we go back to beer. It was just Sunday. I might as well. I should have just taken the whole next week off. Yeah. That's why I said the only way I'd go again is if I had Monday and Tuesday off. That was my complaint. We went to a party the night before this year, and, like, a lot of people were, like, either not drinking at all or drinking really light or like we're gonna go home at like taking 10. it easy and i was like i mean i get that and i especially get that like this will probably be the last year that i wake up at 8 a.m and start drinking um but i was like guys that's part of it and like all these everyone at this party was younger than me and i'm 21 years old so like yeah see that's my whole point is like i didn't do that this year because i'm too old for that shit but like you can bet the years before that. Oh, you got to get the full experience. Well, and that's like everyone was like, "Oh, I don't want to be tired tomorrow." I'm like, "Guys, that's, that's part of it." The object you're you are wake tr- up tomorrow and you're gonna feel like shit. You have to press <laughs> yourself for 36 hours to go yeah. as hard as possible. It's that is the experience. Yeah. How do they make it through Stampede? That's, that's great. That's a great point. By the end of Stampede, speaking of Stampede, that's a whole nother fucking animal. I, that is just a science experiment in in drinking. Like, I I mean, just incredible. I personally don't go as hard at Stampede. I do. Oh Christ! I mean, I go hard, but like. I get my night's sleep and I wake up like I've never been to Stampede and I, I just never did the whole like drink all night thing which m- partly because I was I've never been to Stampede as a 21 year old so the yeah. last time I was there um, uh, spent Monday and Tuesday get my stomach pumped <laughs> so yeah I've been there done that that was fun oh god yeah, it's just part of it like you have to you have to just embrace well, the grind you show up on Wednesday night you don't leave till Sunday you know, they have Sunday concerts but I'd pay a thousand dollars not to see them. Yeah, because like it's Sunday. I'm yeah. going home. But you show up Wednesday, 
and usually someone's crafted this like wild idea. We're gonna make this five gallons of jungle juice or uh, <laughs> yeah. summer brew. This is gonna last us like three nights, and we're sitting over there like nope. tipping the jug at ten o'clock. <laughs> exactly, and like six of us drank off of it. And that, like exactly, what the I, fuck? that was our thing. We showed up and we we're like, well, this, these this is a good amount of thirty packs. This will get us close. We might have to go for another stop. Those fuckers were done by Thursday night. Yeah, I I personally must have bought four four thirty packs myself, and I was. It's not like I was the only one buying them. Like, that was just enough to service me. Well, that was just... So, that last trip I went, it was super fucking hot that year. And I'm not saying I drank it all myself. I know I didn't. I don't think I could have. But we'd walk into the liquor store as soon as it opened, and each of us would grab two 30-packs. Exactly. That's what we did. So, I'd buy two 30-packs a day. (laughs) That's what A fucking day. That's exactly what we did. And like you said, not saying I drank... 60 beers a day there's just no way that i could do that i'd yeah. say 30 but i oh i think 30 was easy yeah. i really do and a whole day hot day yeah oh yeah that's what i that's what i did um the last year i went was i bought three 30 packs before and i made sure that only i drank it and that was about the perfect amount of beer and you know you drink those three 30 packs and like throughout the day there's people like with a bottle and they're like oh take some pulls you know or like oh, have some whiskey and it's like you, you do that and enough of that sub you know, supplementing all your thirty packs of beer. Like, I had a good, just really hammered. I never time knew how time. much beer I could drink until I went to th- I went to Stampede. Like you, I could drink fifteen beers in in like probably three three or four hours at Stampede. Not even I could I could I could pass a field sobriety test. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like by Saturday, like you drink you drink as much as you have been all week. You almost drink yourself sober. Exactly. Have you ever done that? Yes. Where, yes. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're not dr- hardly drunk anymore. You're just Okay, I'm this fucked up. I can get to, I can keep myself under control, so I'm kind of sober, but I will not get any drunker. No, yeah. yeah. A big saving grace for me at Stampede too is like, like I said, I've never been 21. So, as far as being in the concert, I didn't really drink that much, and so like I had those few hours of being sober or like sobering up. By the end of the night, I was pretty damn well sober, and I drank a little more, and then we'd go back and get some sleep. But Fig Patties is just like. It's I a think, monster. Yeah, and then the fact that like you know that it's only twenty four hours, like I was committed. This year I was committed more than I've ever been, and I was, and and I even had to take that big ass break because like my body was actually gonna fail me. Yeah. So it was, it was eventful, and you really, yeah, you you get to see a lot of the human psychology of people you've it's, known forever. It's funny how no matter how shitty the weather, people don't give a fuck. They do just not absolute, care. It was cold as fuck when we were there, and people were outside. Didn't care. It snowed one year. And then, even Stampede's same way. Mm-hmm. We were in Manhattan, and fucking tornado sirens are going off. Don't give a A hundred thousand people ain't gonna get out of a fucking two-way drive. Mm-hmm. No, nobody gives a shit. And, and it literally, remember that, that first year I was there, it flooded like a motherfucker. And there was people, I don't know where they got them. There wasn't a fucking Dollar General anywhere to be seen. Oh, there's two feet of water going down the creek down the whole center, and there's people going by on fucking floaties. <laughs> Just floating down there drinking beer. And it's like, first of all, we can't get in the water. It's prohibited, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's how probably the, good. How the yeah, fuck? Yeah, there'd be a drowning every year if you could. How the fuck? Where'd you find a floaty? Yeah. Where'd you just randomly keep floaties and just like some guy be floating? And then you find I'm on a floaty now. And I'm like, where the fuck to get this floaty? <laughs> <laughs> you're floating down this whole thing with your cooler drinking beer. And then there's people getting their truck stuck in the middle of it and shit. Those are always fun because you go help them out, and then 
they get out and then they just go to jail. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one of my favorite, favorite, favorite stampede moments ever was the last stampede we went to. So this was not last year because it got canceled the year before. Year before. And Nick's got <clears throat> his old power stroke out there. Nothing too much to shake a stick at, but a fine truck, a little older in age. And I mean, we are just camped right, right across the road, like next to this fucking like seventy thousand dollar brand new truck, <laughs> trying to haul his fucking camper out of this mud. Nope, got got to get pulled out of there by a fucking tractor. Nick hooks that fucker up <laughs> to the Cimarron. To, to, he hooks that fucker up to the Cimarron, and mu- I mean. He must have let that fucker eat for a minute to go 25 feet to get out of there. But you can bet your ass he pulled it out of there. Oh, he's fucking counter-steering. Yeah, oh, steer. like a motherfucker. He pulls out of there, pulls it up on the, on the on the pavement, takes it around the corner, parks that fucker on the side of the road, and just gets out, puts his hands on his hips with his dick sticking out. Like, like the biggest dick in the locker room. He was so fucking proud. At this point, this is Sunday, and uh, yeah, I didn't so go to this stampede because I was in a little legal trouble. And I thought it'd be best if I didn't make an appearance. Anyway, uh, I get out of church, and at this point, Derek and <laughs> Nick are rolling this. down the main street of Hoyt, which is like right by the Methodist church. And we've just got off a three-day bender. And they're just, I mean, this camper is just covered in mud. The truck's covered in mud, and they roll by. Jump count! I'm in front of the congregation. I'm like, hey, those are my friends. <laughs> Look where I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, I can't even imagine the last stampede because I was actually going to go the last night to see whatever, like Jason Aldean or somebody got canceled the last night because it was like lightning. And I was going to go and see that. Oh, the last night of that? Yeah. Uh, I think it was Aldean. See, I don't get, I get why maybe for the singer and the stage, all those people, why they cancel. People in the crowd don't give a fuck. I don't know. That night was different. I mean, lightning literally struck, uh, uh, fucking, I don't know what you call it, uh, now fuck it, I'm ruining the podcast. Struck one of those things and like blew up. Uh, Transformer. Oh Jesus Christ! On a power line. Yeah, like twenty feet above your head. Like oh, like in the back, like where you everyone could see it. Oh, <laughs> loudest thing I've ever heard in my fucking life, dude. It is lightning is sketchy as fuck, dude. And it was lightning like a son of a bitch. And then like but, once you get back to our campground, we were sitting, we were sitting in the camper, getting all mowed up. Look out the window and just another one cracks a tree like 200 yards out yeah. and I was like well this might be the night we die there could be a tornado literally spiraling down towards Stampede and oh. those people would not give a fuck no. until it actually touched down and they could verify it as headed towards them. I, I agree <laughs> like like if it was going by 500 feet away and it wasn't like sucking them in they'd be like oh that's pretty cool let's take a picture I think he's dead right about that go back that. to the call because Absolutely I tell you what right. I was sitting in that Cimarron looking out the window watching lightning hit you know just a couple hundred yards off and I was like this there's is the way in, we go this is the way we go there's people in tents yeah, yeah exactly I mean like I said at this party for fake patties like the only reason it left is because the only reason everybody left is because I mean the cops were actually about to use physical like matters to get everybody out of here and i i, I talked to somebody who oh, had spoken to a cop and said like yeah like i mean next step was like tear gas like <laughs> oh i would have loved to see it. they throw one canister of tear gas in there oh, i mean people just would i just started hitting people for no reason just <laughs> running around <laughs> it's not a mosh pit <laughs> <laughs> like it was it was crazy you really get to see just a different side of people oh, jesus i would have actually like you see on tv them going after all these city folk 
I want to see some cops go after some like true fucking hillbillies oh. and see what like it can't be good. Oh, they they get, these people have bats and chairs and shit like that. Wait till this guy comes at you with a fucking axe <laughs> that he just got done using to cut firewood or a chainsaw. How many people in New York riots have a chainsaw? <laughs> I don't. I oh, don't. you want your riot shield? I'll fuck just cut that in half. <laughs> I don't think half the people in New York have ever ran a chainsaw. Oh, dude! I would say less than five percent. You think easily? <laughs> not e- it's not even close. I would say I would say less than five percent of New York, New York natives. But there's got to be some nope, people from nope. the town. I, if you took that there's entire some fu- logging or something in New York. <laughs> Are you guys fucking kidding the me? The Appalachian, nope. not New York City. No, New York oh, State. Oh, okay, that's oh, totally I talking, different. I was talking New York. I'm city. talking the actual oh. New York City. I think it's like 13 million people counting the boroughs or something. So many fucking people. Five percent of that. Is what fucking? No, that's way too high. That's what I'm saying. It's not even close to that. It's probably sub one. Unless you got like an ice sculptor that uses a chainsaw, <laughs> there's no other reason to have a chainsaw in New York. That's true. Yeah, nobody's nobody's logging. Like, when's in the Central last time? Park. When's the last time a lumberjack was like, you know, you just cut over the it, fire hydrant? <laughs> it's been a good. It's been a good run. You know, I enjoyed being a lumberjack, but now I think I'm gonna go trade stocks. <laughs> Nope, nope, never. That's <laughs> never, never happened. Go, go be a crab fisherman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know how those people, how those people even do it. Like, you are literally working to death. Yes. Even if you, you get to your sixties, you're going to be in retirement for six months. <laughs> you're dying. <laughs> like true. crab fishermen. Yeah. Crab fishermen, loggers, even some construction. Like you're you're not getting a retirement. Would you Would you do like three three years of like Alaskan? crab fishing like you know there's a pretty good rate of death but you're most likely not gonna die and it pays like a motherfucker well it's only for like six months a year too if I yeah be, if I, I don't even think it's that life long, I'd do it it doesn't pay that much but dude I'm telling you I think it's like a fucking three month season or something like that two months I'm pulling this out of my ass but I think it's like two or three month season and I swear those fuckers make like six digits in that amount of time fuck like, I don't know pretty man hard to turn like down. you tell me you wouldn't do that at least two or three years what happened? Yeah, I could see it, but there's guys out there life. That's what I'm it, saying. Man. There's no way. Like if you, I feel like if you spent 40 years out there, you're at like a 50-50 chance of death at some point. Oh, yeah. Because like f- three people a year die crab fishing. Well, they were. De- deadliest profession in America. Really? So, you didn't know that? Uh. Oh, you couldn't get Northwestern Mutual to fucking get a disability policy on those motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> I'd have guessed probably top 10, but I didn't think. No, it is the number one deadliest job. What would really be above it? I mean... Everything yeah. else has so many OSHA protocols and stuff, but you're not gonna have an OSHA guy show up out there. He's out there on a kayak. <laughs> you would you're, put you your would, gloves on, Jimmy. <laughs> you just would, kill that guy. You would be <laughs> you'd be safer being being an army fucking ranger than being a, on deadliest catch. Oh, I bet. I like, mean, look how many guys have died in their fucking what fifteen seasons. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> That's a great there's, point. There's like a whole new crew of captains, but two. And they start <laughs> off with seven. They've only gained one. The rest are dead. It's so true, dude. Oh, okay, let's see. I know it's like in the episode somebody dies and they're like, "Fuck!" Oh, this. this All right, one. get the next get the next cage going. He's one of thirty thousand deaths this year, and they just move right on. <laughs> they don't give a shit. I mean, they do, but yeah. Oh, dude, like another thing is, oh, speaking of that, working for six months a year. So a couple years ago on Craigslist, they had ads to work in Antarctica for six months at a time. Doing and, what? Construction, heating, air, electrician—they're looking for kind of the whole deal. Oh, you should have done it. I wanted to, but I probably wasn't going to make the cut. Yeah. Um, but it was two hundred fifty k six months. Holy shit! Working in Antarctica for six months. <clears throat> now, 
you better really enjoy the people you're there with because there's like 30 of the motherfuckers mm-hmm. and that's the only people you get to talk to. Yeah, there can't be too much as far as a, a, a like an after work life there. You're not going to go to the local yeah. Antarctica pub. It would be a lot like paid prison. They're paying <laughs> exactly. you to go to prison. Exactly. That's exactly paying right. Paying you really well though. Yeah. I mean, I'd go to prison for three, ooh. Six months a year for 250K? In prison? If I'd do that. If what it prison? wasn't a safety issue. Yeah, what prison? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to fucking... Uh, I'm not going to Leavenworth. What's the one in What's the one in California? Um, one San out. Quentin? Oh, no. no I wouldn't, no, I'm I wouldn't not, not a chance. I would come out fucking farting air bubbles if I wasn't dead. <laughs> <laughs> Who applied the bubbles? <laughs> I would, I'd come out... I'd come out bald. That was me like, trying to save my rectum. Yeah, ranch bubbles. <laughs> I'd come out covered in tats. Oh, absolutely. I'd be a part of six different gangs. Oh like, no, you wouldn't. You would be fit for six months a year because that's all you could do is work out. You don't think you don't think I would immediately go in there and say whatever it took to me to join a, the local gang? Absolutely, you're, you're no, getting. He fucked. wouldn't be a gang. He was the guy that's fucking like trading and dealing cigarettes and shit. Oh, He'd have his own little pawn shop that, in there. That's what I would do. I'd try and go up there and find the biggest dude and outsmart him and make him like I'd me. Be, I'd be like trying, I would just take my current profession to the new one. Like if you give me a pack of cigarettes, I can turn this into three pack of cigarettes by Wednesday. <laughs> oh, it would be a Ponzi scheme. He'd start a Ponzi <laughs> I'd scheme. I'd do a Ponzi scheme in prison on cigarettes. Oh, I'd, oh abs- I'd, I'd do a lot of things in there for it, protection. It would go one of two ways. You would either do that or you'd go say something smart ass to some guy and be like, oh, you're pretty funny. How about I fuck your mouth? <laughs> 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 that's literally, that's a 50-50 of that. And then you have, I, I don't know, or I'd try and go and find the biggest dude and cut him. Cut him? Mm-hmm. What are you going to cut him with? Well, there's a shank I crafted in my cell. You, so, <laughs> so how long are you in there before you actually meet him? <laughs> I think the first thing I do is I go to my cell and I try and make a shank. First time we go to Chow Hall, I'm stabbing this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and you think, you're, you walk into your cell and there's just like, oh, they have a flat piece of wood, iron, <laughs> and plastic. I better fight. <laughs> they just have stuff to whittle in there. Yeah, there's a drill press and there's <laughs> yeah. a fucking grinder. <laughs> a mill. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, so here's That's what I do is I'd sell shanks in prison. <laughs> That's a great idea. Here's a, here's a fun little stat. This is 2006. It's pretty old. But Bureau of Labor Statistics ranked commercial fishing as the occupation with the highest fatality rate at a 141.7 per 100,000. That's roughly... 141 divided by 100,000. You're supposed to be good at math. So that's about a 0.15% rate of death. That's not too bad. But it is 75% higher than the rate for pilots, which is like the fourth deadliest job flight engineers, loggers, and next most hazard occupations. Yeah. I, think, I mean, I just feel like the others have so much training and safety in them. They're really on a different scale. Oh, that's commercial fishermen. Alaskan crab fishermen, it jumps from 141 to 300 fatalities. So you're looking at double 3%, 80%. No, no, no. No. A point percent Point three percent okay. Which is, you know, basically like COVID if you're 85. <laughs> I bet a 3% of all 85-year-olds die crab fishing. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd love to see that deadliest catch, but everyone's 80 plus. <laughs> They're on a walker, just fucking sliding. <laughs> oh, God. Deadliest catch, but they're 80, and they're just they're just out there like, they're not hunting for crabs, they're just trying to catch a bluegill. And yeah. they're just falling off the boat and shit. Merle went down, put him in the cage. <laughs> He's just crab bait now. <laughs> Jeez. Hell, Lester fell off the boat before he got undocked. The only way you can make it worse is you put him in fucking rollerblades. 
Oh, I would pay to see that. <laughs> Have you seen that show, like Ice Road Truckers? That's some scary shit. I'd never. I do. would never do that. You're driving hundreds of thousands of miles the whole time. Your heart rate's two hundred plus. Like I that. I think a lot of that is overhyped. Yeah, probably for TV. I mean, maybe, but I'm still not doing it. Oh no. No. I mean, if you put me in a semi right now, I'd probably get in a wreck going down seventy five. I'm seeing. Yeah. I'm seeing some uh, reflect conflicting reports. That it is no longer, it's still a dangerous profession, but not the number one. It's looking like number one is now logging. That's but, another scary thing. What, logging? Yeah. Yeah, but I would much rather log than. Well, you're on salt, log. you're not going to drown. That's what I'm I saying. Don't, I don't like to, I mean, I wouldn't be able to, I, I would go crazy if I had to live on the ocean for more than a week. That's what I'm saying. Like, let's look up their salaries. You guys keep talking. I'm going to find that number on what they get paid. I think you can't sleep. There's no way you get half-ass sleep. I mean, you have it's to be not, physically exhausted. It's not like exhausted. it's a, a light Caribbean choppy water. This no. shit is fucking You're gnarly. up and down. You're yeah. literally looking up and then looking down. Like, oh, it's, You have to strap yourself into bed. <laughs> thank God I get to go take a nap. Like, fucking, you're also fucking, you're on a teeter-totter. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck that noise. That would suck. At least, oh. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I just couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't stand. Or like eight to five, I have to stand out on a boat and do my daily duties while there's just water with thousands of pounds of water just splashing me in the face the whole fucking time. I was pissed that it drizzled today. Yeah, I'd be fucking mad. Okay, so it doesn't pay as much as I thought. I, I, my fucking story is just getting worse. Maybe the and captain worse. makes that. Probably, but you do get paid fifteen thousand dollars a month over a three month season. So forty five grand in three months. It's still not bad. That's not bad at all. Or, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't make 15000 a month. No. Yeah. Well, no, me neither. Speaking of that, so a girl we know put on Snapchat a picture of a friend or whatever, and some guy was trying to be her sugar daddy or whatever, and mm-hmm. all he required was selfies and feet pics, $2,800 a week. Yep. Oh, yeah. I would send you a picture of my fucking butthole. <laughs> I would actually go in and pay for my own fucking x-ray for $2,800 a fucking week. That has to still be pretty profitable. Oh, hell yes. I would I would literally skin the back of my calf and send you fillets every week. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I absolutely would. I, I, 20, how, well, depending on how long he's going to pay, but if it was $2,800 a week for the rest of my life, I'd fucking... Burn your name into my leg. Twenty yeah. twenty hundred dollars a week. You can drive to my house once, just every Friday, and beat the shit out of me. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I don't give oh, a yeah. shit. Oh yeah. Or, I would. I would literally lay in the middle of the football field in front of the entire stands and my family while you took a hot steamy shit on my chest for that. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe not one twenty eight hundred dollars, but no, no, no. Weekly. Oh yeah. We, weekly. It would for have a to, while. We'd have to have a well, contract. Well, well, no, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take the shit weekly, but if he did, was like to do that one time and I got paid 2800 a week for like a year, I'd do that. I'd get shit on every week for a year. <laughs> for 2800 a week? Well, I think it's like being a CNA. You just <laughs> more controlled. <laughs> I mean, it really is. It's not a mystery. Like, oh, how'd I get shit on my sleeve? It's like, no, oh, that dude shit on me. Yeah. I mean, you'd probably develop a relationship with the guy. And you'd be like, what'd you eat this week? And he's yeah. like, oh, it wasn't too bad. I would Taco Tuesday. Well, that's going to be kind of rough, but we should be fine. <laughs> I think you lay off the natural light. Because <laughs> you come over on salmon Sunday, a little cleaner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if, especially if it's on my chest, I could wear like goggles and a snorkel or something. Uh, I'd be fine. Or now, if any fecal matter somehow finds its way into an orifice of my body, how about this? How about this? How deals about this? off. How about this? You get to wear 
the highest grade of COVID mask, N95 or whatever it is, apparently the best one. And just a mask? N- no, listen. Okay. And goggles, like uh, like like you're going scuba diving goggles. Deal. And <laughs> they get to sit there with like a professional grade firefighter fire hose and blast fecal matter at you. Uh, well, okay. First of all, the price the definitely N95. has to go up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. What, the- what, what is the price? Oh, okay. Another question. Another question. No, just a one-time occurrence. Another question before before we go into this. They're 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 shooting at me with a fire hose. Same pressure. If you shoot water at me with a fire hose, that's probably gonna kill me. So, how far away from this hose am I? Like, is it gonna be point blank? Because I'm just gonna be on the ground with a hole in my chest. Whatever, whatever the point is. What do they put on your gravestone? Like, (laughs) death by shit. (laughs) Whatever the point is, where you no longer die from the blast, two inches past that. Okay. So pretty fucking close. So, so it's going to shatter all my fucking ribs. <laughs> <laughs> you have collapsed lungs. Yeah. But. One time. One time. Half a million dollars. I, I'm starting to go all fund of me. that, I just said a hundred grand. Because think of this. In your basement, there's a clean out yeah. for your sewer. Well, if it all backs up or whatever real high up in your house, like damn near to the sink, and you go take that clean off out or off, take I'm the, gonna clean, get sick. the cap. That's what it does. It just blows back. Oh, so it's my so shit, it's, it's kind of the same thing. Well, not not when you're a plumber and you're going to somebody else's house. That's yeah. true. And there's a lot of them that don't get paid very much. Yeah, that it, sucks. And they do that a couple times a week. I mean, Ugh. for me to say, like, if you were to dump a five-gallon bucket of shit on my head. Who's mm-hmm. shit? That's what I'm about to say. That's important. Every week. or Okay, so let's say once a month, okay? The price is probably halved if I can make sure that's my own shit. I agree with that. Oh, yeah. And it has to be, like, somehow it has to be a five-gallon bucket of fresh shit, because I'm not doing, like... Like it's been sitting there for a month? I'm not doing, like, January 31st, I get dumped on me shit that I took on New Year's <laughs> Eve. See, I'm indifferent. That. Shit is shit. Like, I mean, I, it really is. Oh, the drier, the better. Do you, I mean, honestly, oh, yeah. if... Just drop cow pies on me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> if 20 people took a shit in the yard, could you pick out your own shit? No, but it would make me feel better. If Depending I on what I drank the night before. Fuck, you could just tell me it's my shit and I'd be mentally better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah that's there true. you go. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So we'll put that in the clause. Kyle, this is your shit. <laughs> I did not dip out of that porta potty. Oh, porta potties suck. They had two porta potties. Twenty eight hundred dollars a week. Would you go in there and fucking? Oh, no, I can't even say what I'm about to say. It's it's an absolute no. What I was gonna say. <sighs> okay. Um, let me think of a new one. Oh, I got one. Go ahead, go ahead. We'll say you do everything like you normally do in life, whatever. You keep your job, whatever. But every night, you have to spend two hours in the bottom of those bathrooms at the back of the Hoyt Park. Do I get to stand or do I have to like lay in it? You just have to go down there and stand. You have to spend an hour, or two hours, so if you want to, if you want to get off your, lay, off your feet a little bit, then you might have to play in the poop. Every night? Mm-hmm. What can I, can I wear like a waiter's? Um, we'll say you have to wear, no, you have to be, Mesh shoes. you have to be, no, Flip-flops. completely, completely uncovered from your feet to your knees. Oh, <laughs> God. Just imagine that in your toes. It's like walking in a, in a old farm pond <laughs> with the cows a bit. Yeah. And it just squishes up to your feet. Oh, I'm, and, and we'll say you get paid if you do it every night. For the rest of your life, it has to be for the rest of your life. You miss, nope. a, you miss a night, nope. you get all your money taken away. Nope, I'm already out. It does. There's no dollar amount. 
None. That's BS. There's a dollar amount for everything. It could yeah. be fifty fucking trillion. I wouldn't do that because I don't I, think you're gay, but fucking twenty dollars, twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. There's probably besides like murder would be tough, but besides that, there's a dollar amount for anything. If I was richer than the United States of America, I would not do that. I would actually rather kill somebody than do that. Really? Yeah. Fucking the rest of my life, every night, an hour, just hating my life? But you take a life. Murder would be tough for me. I couldn't do it. Well, I could if I was like, you have to stand in shit. Boop, kill. I don't give a fuck's third cousin. Dead. We've had this question before. That's you, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) We've had had this question before uh, on the Sprinkle of Hope. If there was a button. Mm. I would mash that fucker to hell. We're gonna we're gonna say you get a hundred grand every time you press this button, but it kills a random person on the earth. I'd say I'd probably push it somewhere between a thousand and fifteen hundred times. See, my my deal would be I would press it once a month. Mm, you're better than me. I'm loading up right now. You're just gonna go for it and then say fuck the button. Actually, you know what I'd probably do is I would probably I'd probably press it like fifteen times. Just no, no. I'd probably press it like fifty times right off the jump, and then. And then as soon as we have like a COVID situation, the market turns down, I kill probably a thousand people and I put it in the market and I'm set for life. In a year, I'm set for life. COVID hits, you just, COVID hits, you just mash that button. You're like, it must've been COVID. I don't know. Dude, you know what? That's what they did. That's that's what I'm saying. If you hit that button a thousand times, I mean, the odds that you, the odds that someone in Kansas dies when we take the world population, even if you press it a thousand, is probably sub a 10th of a percent. That's how many human beings are in the world. And I I take that whatever fucking a thousand times a hundred thousand is and put that in the market. My family doesn't worry about anything for four generations. Yeah. And I live like you know. And, oh, so it is. It could be people anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Just think about. Oh, well, here's my deal. Look at the population of India. <laughs> that's that's my thing. Between India and China, a thousand presses probably takes out twenty twenty eight of no, them. Think that fifty thousand people in the world die every day from heart disease. McDonald's drive-thrus are loaded up worldwide. Okay, <laughs> I'm hitting that fucking button until I have carpal tunnel. <laughs> you have literally there's two continents you could literally erase with a, a magic eraser, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, really. What are those two continents? Africa, um, and ooh shit, tough one. China. That that's you not a mean continent. Asia. You're gonna wipe out the whole Asia? Not you mean countries or continents? Whole continent. Fuck them. Africa and Asia? That's like the two biggest continents in the world, isn't it? Um, is Russia in Asia? Is Russia part of Asia? Technically, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a tricky one. Even though it doesn't make any sense, but it is. But like the western part Ooh, of it's well, I'm wiping out Antarctica. Oh. There's, there's no population there. Okay. It's still a continent. I Well, it's not about wiping out the... Po- it's not about wiping the continent out. It's about oh. wiping the, the whole population. I thought you just meant erase the landmass. No. That'll I'm be, saying I'm saying as far as take those amount of people, that's how many times I'd hit the, the button. About 0. 0. Okay, so you have a point zero 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 four two eight five percent chance of killing somebody in Kansas when you hit that button. That's, now the likely have you have a higher chance to get a car accident. Oh, oh, oh by by oh, way higher by like a hundred fifty thousand times. You have a higher chance of getting in a car accident every day for the next six months. I have a yeah. I have a higher chance of getting shot by you in the next ten minutes than that. Well, that could happen. 
Yeah, I literally, like, the button's going to break before I'm done hitting it. I should have known not to pose this question to you soulless bastards. Which, it's just... I'm not any different, though. I mean, I mean, look how many people are fucking starving out there. Is it not really doing My justice? thing is, like, like, if I had that button... Like, like I'd probably press it like ten times, and then I'd be like, I just for a week, I'd be like, God, I'm such a piece of shit. And then I'd get really drunk one night, and I'd be like, ding, 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 just smash. I'd be walking around the bar with it taped to my chest. I would tape it under the gas pedal of my car. Oh yeah, I'd go find, I'd go find the, I'd put it on a snare drum for the Royal Valley Band. Or somehow mount it in my tire so every revolution. Got a hundred thousand miles on this car. Oh yeah. Oh, I'd I'd wire it to. I'd, yeah, I'd like wire it to um, my cell phone somehow. So every time I press send on a text, it presses the button. Oh yeah. <laughs> or like a windmill comes down, and just like slaps it. Bing, bing. Speaking of that, my dad's got he's, a windmill. He's not going green. He just doesn't like relying on fucking anybody. Can't so. Knock that. Okay. He's got solar panels up now, and he got this fucking windmill. And seeing him look at this fucking windmill in operation, just like today, an old tin windmill out back, or no, no, no. This is fucking. This thing's spinning like fucking. One of those white ones that's just tearing through the air. It's gray because they want it in the winter. They want it to get warm, melt the ice off. But this thing is spinning three thousand RPMs on top of our shop right mm. now. Jesus. Oh, my is it God. loud? No, you can hear it cut through like. Good bearings. The, there is no bearings. Oh. It's just metal inside of metal, and you're supposed to grease it once a year, which I was like, okay. <laughs> but I did say it's better to have to grease it than it is to listen to the last three months of that bearing's life as it squeals. Yeah. Because I would shoot that <laughs> shoot that fucker down. 3,000 RPMs. You imagine what that bearing sound like? Yeah. Oh, my God. So basically, you just have a giant fidget spinner on top of your uh, shop. Oh, my God. That's literally what it is. <laughs> it's like the only thing I compare it to is, is like if you threw glitter on a zebra and then sent it through the Special Olympics, <laughs> that's how distracting it is to my father. Like, he has to, like, get up and look at it. Like, he can't just not look at it. It's like, as soon as I walk through the door, you see my windmill? No. It's five foot in diameter on top of the barn. How'd you not see it? It's like... It was gray, and then it's cloudy. I didn't, I wasn't looking for a also, fucking windmill. Also, when you walk up to the barn, the first thing you don't do is look straight up and be like, oh, I wonder if there's anything on top of the barn today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's literally, it's it's overwhelming. <laughs> it's overwhelming. It really is. Oh, oh, Jesus. hell. Well, I think we wrap this one up. Sure, yeah. Yeah, we're about 45 minutes in, so we'll wrap her up. Uh, what do we talk about? Fig patties, a lot of fig patties, a lot of death. We talked about stampede, <laughs> stampede. Um, yeah, basically just binge drinking is what we spoke on today. Probably the first thirty minutes. <laughs> That's no problem. So yeah, we talked about fig patties, stampede. Um, like and share in the bottom left corner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Now I got to put that on there. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, it's been Kyle, Brent, and Derek. See you next time.